Hello, and welcome to the Attribution Marketing Podcast, where we help businesses, brands, and entrepreneurs get more out of their marketing and advertising campaigns. On today's episode, we have Calvin Lathan from Hybrid Media, and Calvin is going to break down for us exactly his journey in the advertising space, how he works with Hybrid Media Services to provide better analytics, attribution, and results to his clients, and how you guys can achieve those same results working with Calvin. So Calvin, thanks so much for being on the show. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I, I really appreciate you guys uh, giving me the opportunity to be on this podcast and looking forward to the conversation. Yeah, great. So we always want to start off with just a little bit about you and and your kind of career arc. So tell us why is Calvin qualified to be on a, a marketing podcast and tell us about the company you work for and how all that fits in. Yeah. So, uh, man, I've been in the advertising marketing industry since right out of college. So I started at a pretty big ad firm down in South Florida as an account manager. So I was able Which to- one? Which one? I'm a South Florida guy. Dude. Oh, okay. So I worked at Zimmerman Advertising. Oh, of course. Only. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The one, yes. The one and only. Uh, I, used yeah. to work, I, I did not work at the new location that looks like a- a, a Virgin Atlantic uh, spaceship now yeah. worked at the old one off of uh, Commercial Boulevard. So <laughs> I guess I helped build that new infrastructure that they have. Never got to taste it. But yeah, no. So I worked at Zimmerman for about four years as an account manager. I was able to touch pretty much every aspect of a client's campaign. If, if it was traditional print, direct mail, moving all the way up to script development for TV, going on, going on shoots, going on location and really providing, uh, the necessary information to the clients, so pretty much a middleman between the agency and the clubs. And, uh, you know, I've liked it so much. I've been doing it for 15 years. I moved up a little bit North to the uh, Boca Raton area, worked for a smaller boutique ad agency focused mostly on automotive and helped one of the big dealership brands down there really kind of expand their footprint. And then there was an opportunity for me to relocate to Raleigh and help with some tier two advertising for Hyundai. And I went everywhere from Washington, DC, all the way down to Atlanta. Tier two advertising being when you hear those TV or radio commercials where they end it with brought to you by your local Hyundai deal. That was us. Again, I have been in all aspects of advertising. So obviously when I first started, digital was the new buzzword. And of course, as the years go on, they needed some help kind of digitizing their performance and their analytics. They were still working off Excel sheets and they wanted some help with this new system. So I was able to come on board and lend my expertise, had to take a couple of training courses here and there, but it was really trial by error as in how does this connection work? How can I get this piece of data into a visualization tool? And that's pretty much how I got into uh, hybrid media. I've been doing it for, man, four and a half, almost five years now. And I don't see myself leaving this uh, company anytime soon. So tell us a bit about just how that industry has changed. I know that audio has gone through a, a crazy revolution even before COVID, but almost more pronounced during COVID. So talk us through maybe the changes in the landscape itself, as well as what hybrid's able to do a little bit differently than the competition. Yeah. So hybrid being able to show performance 
on a very granular level is uh, a key for us and for our clients. Now, obviously radio is not like digital or social where you can really pinpoint where the attribution is, but we have tools and software available to where we can get a pretty good idea of what stations working in a particular market, what day parts are outperforming other day parts, what stations are working Monday through Friday, but maybe they're not working on the weekends. So that allows us to change up our media buying system. So then we can provide the best cost pers, best being the lowest, obviously the lowest you want to get as low as you possibly can delivering some ROI that again, Sometimes you talk to these presidents and these CEOs of the company, you talk about how many visits that are bringing in, you talk about how low your cost per click is. All they want to know is, is this bringing me money? Is this bringing in money, cash flow into my uh, company? So being able to really do that. And again, radio has always been changing. When I started off in the ad world, I always heard that radio was a dying medium. And that was 15 years ago. And radio has not died down yet. And I don't see it dying down anytime soon, especially with the, the podcast realm now. So we hybrid is a audio, everything we do audio, everything. So we advertise on podcasts, we advertise on local radio and be able to, and national radio being serious, IR, but we also do streaming. If we, we need to provide those results. So if it's using a unique 800 numbers to, to understand if it's drive traffic. Or if we need to use the tool that we use, which is called Leads RX, to show the web traffic after our spots air. That is key to us showing that we are experts in the media buying industry. And it also shows to our clients that the dollars that they're spending gives them the most bang for them. So tell me this, because everybody talks about radio or traditional media being replaced by digital. But like you mentioned, it, it hasn't really happened. The spaces continue to evolve. Podcasting is bigger now than it ever was. And, and now you hear people calling that type of advertising, audio advertising, as opposed to radio or digital. So my question is twofold. You had, you mentioned that there's it's sort of this older stigma. Okay. If you're on radio, maybe you're selling cars or furniture, but have you seen almost more modern advertisers adopt the platform or people that say, Hey, what I'm really after is a cost per thousand impressions. And I think I can get that on radio cheaper than I can on Google display or, or social ads. So just what do you see about the landscape of actually advertisers? Has that changed and modernized at all? Uh, so I'm seeing a, during the pandemic and people had time on their hands. And so what I've been seeing is the education system. Some of these global campuses are getting into the radio or audio advertising realm. I'm also seeing a lot of finance industries getting in there as well. So it's no longer just the, the carnival barker auto ad radio spots on it where they're screaming at you this weekend only this weekend only no you're there's a lot it, it is definitely expand so there is numerous industries crypto is another one that's getting into the audio world so yeah no it, it has definitely changed with the type of customers or i'm sorry the type of clients that are getting into this audio everywhere world and you think that's a result of 
sort of that improved data or improved tracking, maybe some of the stuff LeadsRx has been able to do for your guys. Walk us through how clients are basically able to measure that performance in a way that they couldn't do five or 10 years. Yeah, so it was pretty difficult about five or 10 years ago to really pinpoint radio because once it's out there and you know, when you are buying radio, you're not just buying one spot a day. You're buying at sometimes hundreds of spots a day across various markets and various stations. So being able to utilize Leeds RX on a local level to where we could just, for instance, geofence the Jacksonville market, which is where I'm at, and show the response in the web lift and traffic from when our spots air is huge. And providing that data to them is a big deal for them because they might not think that the Jacksonville market will work for XYZ, whoever the client is, but showing them that there is an audience and being able to do it in a way that is beneficial to them on a cost per base is huge. And Leads Rex has definitely helped us retain clients, has definitely helped us being able to pitch clients who maybe never thought about getting into the radio world. But yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, maybe even five years ago, being able to show performance from radio was at, the, at one point, it would have been manual work. It would have been getting their raw file from their Google Analytics report and trying to match back based off of our timestamp post line. So now that there's a system or software in place that we can do that and do it in a way where Obviously, as an advertiser and working in a full service agency, you want everything to work together. You want TV to work. You want digital to work. You want social. You want referrals. You want email targeting to work. You want everything. You want radio to work. You want everything to work together for the benefit of the client, which is it could be a sale or it could be form fills or it just could be a contact us page. But you want everything to work together. So. Do I want, obviously I'm in the radio. Do I want audio to work better than everything else? Yes. But at the end of the day, I want everything to work together, uh, to provide the best results for the client. So leads RX gives us the ability to filter out certain ad channels so that we're not taking full credit for an attribution. I'm only looking at what radio is bringing it. Yeah. It's a lot more clear. You can tie the action that you're trying to measure back to the campaign or at least the creative or time of day or some metric that will allow you to improve those, those campaigns. We had another audio expert on a couple of weeks back and they mentioned that one of the things that audio really does well, digital, I don't know, struggles to do well is that he mentioned that you need to be known before you're needed. And so before people go to Google and type in, uh, you know, blue widget, they didn't know that the blue widget existed. They didn't know that. Right. So I think there's uh, some real strong value in that top of funnel awareness, advertising medium and strategy, which I know you guys do very well. Yeah. Being audially to attract a client and grab their attention and to make them, yeah, it makes them go onto a website because obviously someone's not going to just hear a radio ad and automatically go directly to the website. What they're going to do is they're going to go on Google. They're going to search up whatever, whoever the, the, the client is, whoever the, the industry is, and then they're going to hop over to Facebook and they're going to look at reviews from that company. And then they're going to go on Amazon 
and see if that's available there. There's many points that lead to that sale. And because of the frequency of radio, we're able to hit a message in a very interesting and attention grabbing way that will lead to those digital, will lead to the digital activity. Right. It'll lead to that, that lower funnel step uh, yeah. to, to get them to take action. So yeah, fair enough. So talk us through just a little bit about, and I think there's quite a few ways to, to measure performance. And so I think some folks get these terms confused and, and maybe you can get some clarity here. I know there's web lift, which is basically looking at how much additional traffic came to the site. And then there's sort of a deeper look, which is looking at conversions and did somebody check out on an e-commerce store or fill out a form. Talk us through a little bit, uh, maybe the distinction between those two and do every clients that does every client really need to track conversions with that detail or is Weblift still able to give you a lot of great insight when looking at those campaign results? Yeah, web, Weblift definitely helps, especially if a client's just starting out. If they're brand new to their industry and they just created their website and they're just starting off and radio is maybe one of the many facets that they're, that they're going live with at that time. Yes, web visits and, and web lift is huge. It, it's showing that there is traffic coming to the website. There is uh, a need for their product or service. But after a few weeks, yes, I would push for them to, hey, this is working. We're seeing the lift. We're seeing the traffic. Let's see how this performs on a conversion. So if this is, if we're creating a conversion based off of a, for some of our tax clients, it could be a form fill. Because obviously with when it comes to taxes, they usually want to speak to someone. So then they got a story to tell. So they will, we'll do that. We'll do a form fill as a, as a conversion. If it's, if it's for an apparel company, sometimes they're just, they just want to see the sales. So yeah, we will, we'll, we will create that conversion for that sale. If, if they just want to see traffic going to their blog page, they have a lot of interesting, interesting information on there. We can set up that as a conversion. It's whatever the client whatever their needs are, then that is what I would like to show performance based off. So we have one client who's in the loan industry and I set up probably 15 different conversions for each type of loan and application that's available to them. And so that allows us and my creative team to change up the career. We're seeing, I'll talk to my head of creative, Steve. I'd be like, Steve, there's a lot of people going to this business loan website. Or I see a lot of people going to the light of credit landing page. Maybe we should start curtailing some of our creative to match the, the traffic to those landing pages. So it really helps us. This data that we get, not only do we provide to the client, the show performance, but we definitely use this internally for every aspect, for the buying process and the creative process. I always like to have at least two pieces of creative running at a time so we can do some A-B tests. But after a while, yeah, it's crucial for us to make changes for the client. You don't want a message to be stale or you don't want a message to be known so long that when someone hears it, it just goes in one ear and out the other. You want to be able to adapt, you want to be able to change. And we do that by the results from their campaign using Leads Rx. If you think about some enterprise marketers out there, folks that are spending decent spend on, on digital or television or, or any of these channels, but they want to get started in audio. So what are some of those tried and true 
recommendations that you would give to any new advertiser coming to the space? I would recommend, now again, if they are a national company, then I would recommend doing a national campaign. If it being Sirius XM or iHeart, but if they are just getting into it in a local level, obviously you would want to know their customer base, their demo. And based off of our knowledge, I think combined, uh, our team has over 200 years of experience, uh, in the audio everywhere world, but, um, using that because radio, you can really be super segmented. So if we need to be on sports only format to reach that audience, we can, if we need to go to the more business type, there's four, there's formats in pretty much every uh, market for that. If we're looking at the, the uh, stay at home parent, we can get on some news talk or some comedy stations and kind of go after that audience. So really understanding the, uh, the customer, really understanding the client's demo, we're able to buy, to really hit that market or that station that would bring in the most web visits. If we're leading to an 800 number, it would bring in the most calls based off those, those TFNs radio is really good because you can really hit that key demographic and you can hit them hard because radio has a pretty large frequency, you know, more than just based off of TV. We also buy remnant advertising. So we have the ability to buy pretty inexpensive radio spots, which is good for our cost pers and for the clients ROI. Say that all sounds good to potential advertiser. How do they get a hold of you? How do they get started with hybrid? Just give yourself a little plug here and, and let folks know if they're ready to take that next step, how to do it. Yeah. So we, we actually just are celebrating our 15th year. We are pretty much the number one audio buyer in the United States right now. So, and we have access to some pretty great deals in remnant advertising as a direct response, but not only direct response, but also as a branding agency. We work with a lot of other ad agencies who really don't specialize in direct response. So people know us as the industry experts in the audio world. But yeah, if you go to hybridmediaservices.com, you could also email us at info at hybridadv.com, or you can always call us at 800-HMS-5005. Well, thank you so much, Calvin, for being on the show. You guys heard it here first. If you have any questions about audio advertising or how you can start to get hybrid into your media mix, please reach out to Calvin. We will put the links and his information in the description for this episode, wherever you are experiencing it. Calvin, again, thank you so much for being on the show. This is the Attribution Marketing Podcast, signing off. <music>